Hey everyone, I'm Jamie. And I'm Andrea, or as most people call me, Anj. And this is Trendish. We'll be covering relationships, faith, leadership, health, and everything in between. I'll definitely troll. And I'll probably cry. And we're so glad you're here to witness the whole thing. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. Hey, Anj. Hey, Jamie. I thought I was starting this off with well, the you, heck. <laughs> you were a little concerned because you didn't have an agenda. I can't see when you hit start, so I don't know when to, you know, be ready. Go on. Mm-hmm. Action. Mm-hmm. You don't say action. You don't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, happy 2020. We're almost Cheers out of it. to it being almost <laughs> Two over. weeks away. You right? Ready? Are you ready By for it? By the time this comes out? Yeah. Literally, I don't, year, I'm not a year, per, like, years are all the same to me. But I'm like, I'm going to feel no year. different. I'm going to feel no different come January 1st. I want to feel different. I hope that you feel different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you're just in your life. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just like your birthday. Like, when people are like, oh, how do you feel? You're a year older. I'm like, about the same as I did one hour ago when it was 11 o'clock p.m. Do you, are you a mile marker? Like, I love to look back on, oh my gosh, what was I doing on December 17th, 2019? Have I grown since then? No. How do you, how do you measure <laughs> success on? I'm just in the moment. Um, I will say that I do that the opposite. I think for me, I'm, it's a more future thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. instead of you're really past oriented, like, I am. Oh, what was I doing? How have I grown? I more so think, man, by this time next year, I would like to be doing this, this. I would like to be reading, mm-hmm. watching. Whatever, are you fu- this. are you future oriented? Yeah, yeah. That you makes mean sense. like my enneagram? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eights, yeah. yeah. Well, my, I'm past oriented, so this makes sense no, for I us. Know. No, I know. I can't You're help very it. Past. This is just who I, I am. Remember that time seven years ago when you ate an orange and it fell on the ground? And I'm like, no. Um, Do you remember that? That is rude. <laughs> rude. We love your memories. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited about today. It is, Um, I think this is truly like a pop culture episode for us. I love like, it. Like, I mean, we, we always throw a little bit of pop culture in it, but mm-hmm. I guess we could open by saying that, I mean, maybe it'll get deep somewhere, but um, this is definitely for the pop culture lovers. You know what? I went on a date the other day and he he was asking, thanks. He (laughs) was asking me like, you know, like, what do you, what do you like to do? What are you passionate about? What do you, you know, want to share with people? I sat there, didn't say anything for a second because I was like, crap, what do I, what, how do I answer that? I felt like I was on an interview, so it's besides the point, but (laughs) I basically was like, yeah, I love having conversation with people about media and what's happening in the world and how it correlates to meaning and purpose and what we can take away from it. He didn't understand at first. Yeah, I was actually just about to say, so what was his reaction? Yeah, he was like, could you unpack that a little bit more? I don't know if I followed. Yeah, that's probably when you know it might not be right. He was a geologist, so it wasn't a natural match for us. So, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm um, trying, though. I, I know. It's impressive that you went on your 2 p.m. date. It was at 2 p.m. in the middle of the day, and you went walking. It's cute. You know what? Low pressure. <laughs> I'm into it. Low pressure. I love it. Um, Well, I think what you just said you love to do is pretty much what this episode's going to be. Pop mm-hmm. culture tied around, hopefully, meaningful conversations. So, kick us off. Where are we going? Well, I thought it would be good to at least give a recap for the year- that it's been 2020 personally or i think both let's let's start with world events world events a lot has happened yes and i'm not past oriented so you're gonna have to help drag us along this part i I forget that tiger king came out this year right what love is blind we all the circle we didn't watch the circle i didn't watch love is blind i did watch tiger king i'm embarrassed to say i have to i know i'm embarrassed to say it publicly now yeah yeah so a lot happened um i don't i don't have a timeline of these things they just sit in my heart as <laughs> okay hardships so, <laughs> like, so tell us about the hardships well obviously the pandemic is a sure. big one yeah um all of the racial injustice mm-hmm. the wildfires the, i think there was a couple hurricanes yeah wasn't there some bee or hornet or something? I think that tried to make it come up in the in the media and yeah. people just shot that one down. Yeah. I don't think that started circulating too much, but I'm sure it existed. Mm-hmm. 
So those are like the big ones that stand out to me. Um, I think everybody had to adjust to working from home or losing their job because of the pandemic, obviously. But that was a big shift. I mean, I had to figure out how to throw a virtual event and now I could throw it in my sleep. Isn't it funny? We all just know somebody was saying that even if uh, like another pandemic or this got 10 times worse mm-hmm. that nothing will feel like the first time around because we've pivoted so much <laughs> that we'll just like well we're going back Pivot. to <laughs> yeah. we're going back to you know where we were wow do you know how we knew 2020 was going to be a bad year how they took friends off of netflix they didn't and, they yes did? on january 1st i'll never forget it oh we were watching it boom off and why you rang in the and new year? why <laughs> yes i'm married with a child <laughs> yeah that's real and why on january 1st on the dot do you take netflix off, or do you take friends off netflix because that contract? is the year that 2020 is going to be mm-hmm. that is the year that's how we started the year i just had that revelation right now I know, and we should have known we, yeah we should have known we were doomed for failure at that point yeah. that's very sad to me well, you know, you could still watch it. I think it's on HBO now. Yeah. Well, for those of us who don't have HBO, <laughs> I'm like sorry. me, <laughs> you could have it if you want it. <laughs> so yes, all that to say, we missed a lot of life events, current events, whatever. Oh yeah. But those are the big ones. Yeah. How do you feel like you pivoted through each of those things? Personally? Yeah. Um, the wild, the wildfires. <laughs> The ones that hit you, obviously, there were ones that you, any which way you, you turned, you were slapped in the face yeah. by it. Um, I think I kept my sanity. Well, that's good. So I think that there's kind of two two types of people who are leaving 2020. Uh-huh. Why do you look <laughs> like that? And there are the people who are leaving 2020 and they're like, Tread get, lightly. Me, get me the F out Tread of here. Tread lightly. <laughs> I don't want to see 2020 until there's a 21 at the end of it. Like, Amen, get me out. sister. Bye. Okay, so there's people like that. Yeah. Maybe we know some in the room. Maybe we don't. There's also 20, There's also a second group of people who I think are... 2020 was Pessimists. the year that I needed. It was... I'm so thankful for 2020. I'm leaving 2020 healthier than, than I, I started it. it. Yep. I'm rolling my Unfortunately, eyes. there's also one of those people... <laughs> No, no, genuinely, I am glad for you about that. I feel like I took a few more hits personally in my life. We all had our things. I think we all, I think we all took hits. Yeah. I think, um, some of us reacted to the hits, you know, in certain ways and others reacted in other ways. Uh Uh-huh. So, with all joking aside, I, I really think that there's, um... I think everybody came into the year all in different places, and I think that also has a, a factor in it. So, like, if I was going into 2020 already really struggling, like, with my emotional health, mm-hmm. I think, well, I guess you have an option. 2020 could have been really hard or really or really good, um, but I just kind of think how, you're te- how some people were teed up, they really might fall into the category of, like, yeah, we are, like, 2020 has just been bad and it's been hard, and I lost family members and I lost friends, or, like, maybe physically, but maybe even just relationally lost some of those people, and I mm-hmm. don't see others like I used to. So, all jokes aside, I think it is valid that people, such as those in your spectrum, Thank you. have that. And I can also see how people on my spectrum are like, I was so freaking unhealthy in 2019, mm-hmm. and so go-go in 2019, that for 2020 felt like a year-long sabbatical almost. Um, that's very wow. dramatic. It didn't feel like that. That's very dramatic. Don't uh-huh. quote me on that. <laughs> Very dramatic. Um, but just all to say, I think everybody had a different experience, which makes recapping something like this year interesting. Mm-hmm. So how do you tee up your 2021 <laughs> year well? Mm-hmm. You didn't know I was going here. Are you mad at me? <laughs> well, no, I just thought we were only talking about pop culture. <laughs> no, we're reviewing I the came year. with my list. <laughs> I'm glad you have your list. It wouldn't um, be a, a trendish episode if I didn't do this. Yeah, so. well, I would just wish you knew you were going to. <laughs> I know what I want to say. I'm trying to think about how to say it without sounding too harsh. <laughs> offending me? Um, no, just no, just offending people in general. Um, I think that if anything, 2020 showed us that like there are a lot of things we can ground ourselves in, and but the two things that I really think will will root us going into 2021 
are understanding our choices and understanding truth. Mm-hmm. And I've had some of the highest highs in 2020, and I've also had some of the lowest lows. So I'm not pretending like 2020 was just a year of greatness for me. It really mm-hmm. wasn't. But I think it was a year where I finally learned um, the art of choosing things over feeling them only. Like, not like I'm a, ba- a big feeler, but, you know, like some days you wake up and you're like, this is, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. It, 2020, I don't know what what it was necessarily. Maybe I'll look back and, and realize it. But there was some, some kind of switch in me that maybe it was counseling, actually, now I think about it, because that was, I kind of started that pretty much in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever it was, it was when I did realize the power of, like, having to, and you've talked about this yourself, like, having to mm-hmm. choose yourself out of that feeling mm-hmm. and out of that day. And I think one mm-hmm. way you do that is grounding yourself in truth. Mm-hmm. And I did, I think I did go into 2020 already trying to be challenged with that notion. Got sped up quite a bit mm-hmm. in the way that 2020 unfolded. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is, I can't give you the three action steps to that, unfortunately. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. But I really think those are just two things that if, and when I look back and I measure my life, how I was reacting or trying to choose how I walk through certain situations is a very defining factor in how I walk out of them as well. Okay. So how would you say that you... You're going to ground yourself for 2021. <laughs> well, I think I'm still learning. Yeah. That. And yeah, I mean, it's obviously so different for me. I obviously do lead with a lot of emotion mm-hmm. and feeling, which, yeah, I recognize too that that's not always helpful. Mm-hmm. I think I think there are places for them and spaces you can cultivate that, but... I also think, yeah, to your point, I think you, I think you do make a choice at the end of the day. Like, yeah, this freaking sucks and I don't want to work from home for another day, but I have to. And so I guess, you know, what are, what am I going to do with Mm -hmm. this? I failed at that probably 93% of the time. So I'm, I'm not, I'm preaching to myself. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think I have some things that I want to do personally before I walk into the year. And no, I I get it. Like January 1 rolls around and it's not like the the earth looks any different or my face looks any different. Like we're I'm still the same, but I think it's a it's a it's a societal reset in some mm-hmm. ways where yeah. people get on the same page together and Mm -hmm. I don't know I think there's something to be said for people that want to do it on a team Mm -hmm. so I think I think that's true I think for me I I just want to reevaluate like some of the habits I have are they still serving me are they still life-giving if they're not can I readjust so that they are Mm mm-hmm I'm not putting that much pressure on myself because that's hard. I mean, it's hard to change a habit. It's hard to change a thought pattern. I mean, hello, we're all in counseling, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like you wake up one morning and mm-hmm. and have the ability to just change that. Like you said, it's a choice. So um, yeah, I think I just want to position myself in a in a posture of reflection. Looking back at the year, like I know I did not do a lot of it well. I know there were too many days when I felt stressed or like I couldn't breathe because I just couldn't deal with all the, th- the things. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's a great time now to just take a look internally. Yeah. I don't think everybody does that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think, the I mean, even referencing those choices, that is such a daily... I mean, I just did a gross exaggeration of what I think the two really think helpful things are, but it's true also that it's daily. So like there's days where, I mean, I've really failed in the choices and just, Mm -hmm. um, you know, went about my life and not as healthy as I could have, but every day is also different where you can still choose to do, um, make those choices healthier and better. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, giving grace to yourself, I guess, is what I'm saying. That's hard. We've talked about that. It is hard. I think what might have been one of my determining factors in 2020 is that might have been the year that I finally started doing that. Mm -hmm. Aside from truth and aside from 
the choices. Those are really two things that I continue have to come back to. Also, just like what is truth? We do not live in a mm-hmm. world where people are like, "This is true. This is it's false." Subjective. It's like this is true if A and B and yeah. C all equal. You know, it's something. your truth. Yeah, it really is. And so, seriously, what's truth? But that's different. Mm-hmm. Whole different thing. Yeah. Um. But I really think in all of that, I don't know what it was about 2020. I, I'm thinking, especially being an eight, there was something about um, nothing being in my control, mm-hmm. especially where I was like in my old job, like literally nothing in my control yeah. that somehow freed me to surrender in a way I don't think I would have without it. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I, when I look around me, I actually think it is certain personality types even that almost appreciated 2020. And the ones I see, I think are the ones who felt stuck in something they couldn't get out of Mm -hmm. and 2020 almost forced them out it's it's a very weird way of saying it and I obviously still have to process it a little bit but I think there was something to the fact that I I was no longer in control and in almost like a forced surrender Mm -hmm. whether or not you think this is best this is actually what's happening Mm -hmm. so I think there was something about that internally that even just almost gave a green light of like grace for me too Mm -hmm. yeah and not to hammer the point of feelings too much but I think I think what I've found insightful but also challenging for myself is when I don't feel something towards a thing that feels alarming to me because I feel like I I'm never without the moments where there isn't any feeling or I'm just kind of numb not a good sign for Jamie (laughs) so I think I've had a couple of those this year and uh don't want to don't want to keep that up I don't know if that's a good sign for anyone. Yeah. Honestly, like, I could joke that people I know, but... long, more along my personality are like that, but I lived in that for a long time, and yeah. I don't think it's... You could chalk it up to personality, but I, I think that's a good red flag. You could almost focus more on even, like, the red flags of what not to do than mm-hmm. what to do, but I think that's, like, a good measurement for anyone. Yeah, and I think it's... To. I don't know. This is a this is a, a bigger topic that we can talk about at a different point, but you always hear, like, people say, like, feelings are, are fleeting. And it's like, yes, yes, they are, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> That's probably the part where we differ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. Lots of that stuff this year, so. Yeah, and it was a year for it. All, all Yeah, hardest year to make the choices, hardest year to find mm-hmm. the truth, and really interesting that it was different for so many different people, but yep. yeah, very fortunate. Yeah, so let's talk about pop culture shall we if you're ready for it you got any more deep questions for me then yeah we can tackle those too i'm sure some will come out of these okay so jamie thought it would be a great idea to do a a little recap like we're doing here not only of our thoughts and emotions which call it what you will we just did that um but also of our pop culture media book all the references and things like that um, and so some of these might be repeated, some might be brand new, but these are our, what is it, top three? Yeah. Our top three in each category yep. of 2020. Correct. Top three, what are we calling it? Top three of loves, top, top three recommendations, top three, whatever, top three books, top three music, all the things. Yeah. And you know what they meant to us. So Jamie, why don't you start? What, what category are we starting with? Let's start off with books. I don't know if you guys are like me. There's probably not a lot that are, but um, I keep a list all year. I wish I had kept When this. I finish a book I put it on the list when I finish a tv show when I finish I don't do podcasts and movie uh music because that's excessive the amount of I mean 90,000 90,000 minutes is what I listened to on Spotify this year I'm not surprised I don't want to talk about that yet we'll get to music but I'm just saying I don't record that but um so let's start with books I did not read a lot this year I read 16 books so that's not lol what okay sorry that's (laughs) still a lot <laughs> mm, uh i don't think it is but <laughs> okay <laughs> the first one i'm gonna say is i've really appreciated jessica simpson's book called yeah, open book you mentioned that yeah it man it was just insightful i feel like i have so much more empathy for her if you like to read memoirs it's really good the other my second book is more myself by alicia keys oh yeah, yeah loved yeah. it that was like a very um dynamic it was a very dynamic experience in the sense that like she would talk about books and I would go or she would talk about like a song she wrote and like the first time she sang it on Oprah so then I would go and look up that song and that video on YouTube and see what she was writing about or oh, yeah because she wrote it like that yeah, yeah or she like talked about 
a song and what it meant when she was writing it and how old she was and where she was and I don't know it was just cool to like picture her story and like put myself in her shoes kind of so I mean I'm just a diehard Alicia Keys fan I think she's speaking right to the soul to a lot of people so and And she released a few things this didn't warm herself come out this year Mm -hmm. and her album came out this year she's in a year for her 2020 yeah she's on the spectrum of the correct yes she is yeah she is (laughs) And then my last recommendation, I think, is going to be The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. This is a novel. I read it in January, and all I remember is I sobbed. Um, If you've ever read The Nightingale by her, also a very gut-wrenching, but oh my gosh, that story was so good. So The Great Alone is set in Alaska. Disclaimer that it's about, like, domestic violence and abuse, so if that's not something you can handle well, I wouldn't do this one, because it's pretty (laughs) graphic. Um... (laughs) But the storyline is is really moving and gripping. So those would be my three books. What about you? Those are good. You had a lot more books than I did. Yeah, but I can only do top three. So yeah. And to be fair, I am I am a book referencer. So you know, saying I, I read books in in the past in the twenty nineteen me, <laughs> and mm-hmm. previous to that. It was more like, you know, I we've talked about this. Did I read it? Every single word. Eh, not necessarily, but I got I got the pretty good gist. So these top three books are books that I actually read every single word of, mm-hmm. which is new for me. But also in 2020, at John Would Be My Witness, I've actually started just finishing books that I don't even like, don't even love, but I have read every word of. So I feel like I can more confidently say I have a, a growing list of books I've read every single word. I still don't know that it's super necessary to do that, but I feel like I'm being a better human by doing that. So I'm just doing it. And the top three, and I've said some, I think I've actually said all of these before, but again, top three. So let me guess. Okay. Did you see my list? No, I haven't seen your list. I didn't see it. It was right in front of you. No, I didn't see it. Okay. Um, the first one is that prodigal son or prodigal something. Nope. Really? There's no prodigal in it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like... It's the one by Ian Cron. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but I you're way it. off. Way off. On, there's no prodigal son even in the whole story. <laughs> Isn't he, like, a pastor that, like, find, like loses his way? Yeah, but it's definitely not prodigal son type. Okay. Well, anyway, I got it. I know it's your first top. All your right. Top whatever. It's Chasing Francis is the first mm-hmm. one. And yes, I have talked about this. Sorry, on my list. And Chasing Francis, yes, is about a mega church pastor who is, I would also venture to say, like, celebrity pastor, mega church pastor kind of vibe. And uh, starts to question his faith, which I'm actually, now that I've really finished the book, that is even such a relative term. Like, questioning his faith wasn't even huge. He just started asking questions, mm-hmm. I would even say. Like, he didn't have any kind of crazy things happen, no, like, failures in any form. But he kind of just started questioning um, various parts of Christianity and the elders essentially kicked him out for it for, for the time being. And he basically goes on this pilgrimage and finds God in a whole different way all over again and comes back and it's very insightful and I don't want to give away too much of it. So it's really good. Okay. It's fiction with a meaning. That's the genre I like to read is fiction with a meaning. There's I know probably, you hate there's that. probably a better I name I know you hate it. that. I like <laughs> calling it fiction with a meaning. <laughs> Okay. Jamie would say all fiction has meaning. True, but that's I, some I have stand more meaning. Statement. Some have more meaning than others. Some will f- some will further my life more than others. Okay, whatever. And I feel as though Chasing Francis was one of them. The other one, and I'm gonna remind everyone of this because we're ending 2020, and we should all get a recap let here. Me, let me guess. Do you know what I'm gonna say? It, it's uh, one of those by Mark Comer. No. Dang it. Unoffendable. By uh, Brant Hansen. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to tee you up there with reminding people about 2020. And well, I just... thought because it, you know, Mark Comer writes about the hustle. I thought that was it. He, he does. That's somewhere on my list too, but it's not in the top three. It is good. Ruthless Elimination of Furry. So yeah. kind of got four there, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Utilizing you to get four. Yeah. <laughs> Undefendable by Brant Hansen. I actually saw a couple of people pick this up after we recommended it. I hope you liked it as much as I did. Um, but it was very challenging at large and I really loved it. So hope you liked it too. Um, thirdly, I like this one. The Motive by pra- by Patrick Lencioni is a leadership book. Mm-hmm. I, but I would also even venture to say like a life book. It's definitely not just 
traditional leadership. I don't want to get too far down down the list here, but he also has like a podcast that talks a bit about it on a few, like on Andy Stanley and Craig Rochelle. They have him as a guest and he talks a lot about the book. Um, but what I like about Patrick Lencioni, those podcasts are good, but what I like about the book is he writes a whole fictional story um, with this leadership lesson that comes out of it. Um, it's really good. I, I like when leadership books are not just, I mean, I like leadership books in, in general, but I really like when they're not just points. He really writes a whole story of it and does a pretty mm-hmm. good job. So, and I just like Patrick Lencioni. So he's one of my favorite leadership people yeah, right now. Yeah, he's pretty great. I like him too. I really do like him overall. He's, Yeah. He's awesome. So anything by Patrick Lencioni. But, and he actually has a, a hundreds of books. That's an exaggeration, but he really has a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And he says The Motive is his favorite. Hmm. Okay. Good the favorite know. one he's done. So I highly recommend it. I told you to read this one. Right? Yeah, I might need to read that one, actually. Yeah, you do need to. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Okay, moving on to TV. Oh, I, yeah. I, I got my genre, <laughs> and it's all in the same genre right here for me, folks. You can probably guess yours, too. <laughs> probably um what you got you want to guess nope i will have no effing clue i bet you have like chef's table or something Ooh, no i don't but that's a great that's a great show <laughs> this is not on my top three but something i continually go back to is uh salt fat acid heat excellent yeah on, you said that on a few Netflix. times here too excellent my number one show of 2020 was high fidelity i think i've mentioned this on here before but if i haven't I mean, it is so well done. It's based off of a book. It is this, like, grunge New York music show. Oh, yeah, you've talked about They, yeah. It's just all about, like, love in the city and breakups. Zoe Kravitz. I love it. It is a me show. Is this the show that they canceled? Yes. Yeah. I I can't talk about it. Yeah. I've really listened to all of our episodes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> moving on we won't belabor the point there um i i don't feel like there was a ton of great tv this year but something surprisingly that i kept going i kept thinking about even after and like wanting more episodes was dead to me did you mm. watch that no it is funny it's a 30 minute show a shocker i know but yeah you really don't watch yeah. those 30 minutes it comes but it wait was, so what's it called it's called dead to me there's hmm. two seasons the second season it. came out this this year it's on netflix they are hilarious basically somebody dies and they cover it up and that's like the whole series i don't think that's a spoiler but like how to get away with murder kind of but totally different (laughs) yeah james marsden is in it if you know him you're looking at me like you don't i don't remember these names yeah well it's great they think the other thing i really liked um there's a lot like I recapped before, things that came out but that aren't on my list, just to give everybody some context on the things that came out this year. The Morning Show, Cheer, Tiger King, Love is Blind, The Circle. Cheer came out this year? If not this year, it was like right now. Oh, I thought I, I must have missed that. I thought that was like an old show that you guys all kept referencing back to. No. I had no idea. Little Fires Everywhere, How to Get Away with Murder ended this year. Hey, you're taking up all the options here. No, I'm just I'm just giving people uh-huh. an idea of well, what. Well, you didn't tell me we could give ideas. You told me <laughs> top three. Oh my gosh. The new in- uh, Insecure season came out. Anyway, my my third one that I really liked, honestly. <laughs> I, I can't believe you just took up seven effing shows. <laughs> the third one I really liked was wow. All All American. I, I That was on my list for you. Yeah. I was going to guess that. I, I felt thought, really good I thought about you were going to say that was on your list. And I was like, you no. didn't even finish it. I didn't finish it. Too stressful for me. I loved it. I mean, I live for a teen soap. Yeah. Live. <laughs> So, One Tree Hill. Great music in there. Love the cast. Yeah. That's what I got. What do you got? Have they come out with a third season? No. Not that I know of. I don't have Netflix anymore, so. Oh, yes. You couldn't watch it anyway. Right. You know it's like $7 for a one person. Well, according to Amber, per no, our that's last for, I episode, looked it up. That's, it's seventeen. I looked it up. Fans, this is, for, this is an update for everyone. <laughs> that is for the family pack. So John and I are sticking to our one screen. Looks like it's staying about the same. Well, you have only one screen in your house, so I think it works. <laughs> yeah, so you can do it. Seven bucks. Mm-hmm. All right. TV shows. Shit's Creek. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Number one, I'll say it to the day I die. I freaking love Shit's Creek. <laughs> There's only been one person who texted me and said, outside of Jamie, who texted me and said, like, so when does this get better? And I'm like, whatever. I would be cute. Like, to get. Whoa. Can't. You can't. Come wow. near me. <laughs> okay. No, I actually know what they're saying. It's true. But. 
Because it does take a second to get into, I mm-hmm. will say. Mm-hmm. But anybody else who has gotten past the threshold, so good. They're like, okay, okay, this is so funny. I was like, I know, I know. Okay. Just creek. Mm-hmm. Second one uh, that we actually more recently started watching, and this is funny because we just talked about this with Amber the other week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I just brought this up to her the other day, but How I Met Your Mother is actually starting to get me. I can tell her and I, face. Her and I referenced that it's like, it could be like the canceled sitcom of, of all sitcoms or all comedies. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so sure now. I was t- I was like, I'm in season two and like, I'm, I'm actually really starting to get into it. And she's like, well, I don't want to watch 17 freaking shows just to get to the, you know, good stuff. That's exactly how I feel, that, Amber. That's fair. But have you seen the meme that's like, for anybody who knew me before, like 19, my 19th year of life, we were in season one. And it was pretty run down, wow. and we had no mo- <laughs> no <Wow>. money. <laughs> wow. You haven't seen this meme? No. But well, sounds- how did I not send it to you? I, like, died laughing. And also, it makes me think of any sitcom I ever watched. I'm like, I really do have to get past, like, the first season. Gilmore Girls is, like, the only one I don't feel like that about, but mm-hmm. it's not even really a sitcom, but... No, not at all. Uh, you really do kind of have to get past the first season, and that's the same with How I Met Your Mother, and I was like, wow, there's an ad clear difference between season one and everything else mm-hmm. just like my life third one this is so funny and i cannot believe i'm saying it but you already said how to get away with murder so i don't want to say that one but that is on my list mm-hmm. <laughs> so the other show that i watched in 2020 mm-hmm. and i just don't watch a lot of new shows so this isn't really telling it's just another one i watched in 2020 is um sweet magnolias <laughs> i cannot on i seriously cannot and i knew you were gonna do that so i was like hyping myself up to start laughing <laughs> Lauren Branson and I will agree. There is something about that little town. I put it, I watched like the first episode and I was like, Andrea, why are you watching this Hallmark movie? Honestly, like, what like are you, you doing? go down a couple points saying that you <laughs> yeah, like the show. I know. I know. And so I don't know what happened. I just remember I was folding clothes and I was like, why are you watching this thing? And then I, and then I kind of just like started, I was like, oh, I wonder what they're doing there in that, in that small little town. Not much. Oh, the, the, the they're probably not doing much. There's a lot of different things I like about it. Hmm. It's che- is cheesy as frick, but man, I don't know. I don't know. There's okay. something about the hometown vibes. Yeah. All right. So that's what I got. Okay. Film. I don't All right. We weren't supposed to do film, so Jamie's just freaking doing the film because, because we I weren't have, even supposed to do because this. Because I have my list. Okay? All right. Read it off. <laughs> I don't know if it came out this year, but I watched it this year. Peanut Butter Falcon. Have you heard of it? No. It's with Shia LaBeouf and that... Wait, no, yeah, I think that And that guy that has Down syndrome. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I loved oh, it. Oh, John watched it. It's such a like feel good movie, but it's also really funny. I we have a we have one of those letter that. letter boards in our house downstairs and it's a quote from that movie. Mm. Rule number 1, party. Anyway, I liked <laughs> it. Ironically, another Shia LaBeouf movie is in my top 3. Honey Boy. Have you seen this? Wait, maybe Honey Boy is what John Honey Boy is, I bet John watched this one. Honey Boy is, Shia LaBeouf wrote it when he was, like, at head camp, essentially. So he, like, kind of had a mental breakdown, went to head camp, I think is what he called it, and he wrote the script for this film in, like, three months. And it's based off of his life with his dad growing up. And so you see him, like, it's so it's so weird watching it, because, like, I don't know if you grew up watching Even Stevens, but I did. And so it's, like, him behind the scenes of, like, what his life actually was with his dad. I mean, his dad is crazy and just would, like, use his money. And he just had a really hard childhood. Um, it's really good. Hmm. It's not, like, a feel-good. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't expect it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really d- dig those too much. Um, That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. So I would recommend that. And then my last one would be, not also not a feel good, but um, Bombshell. Have you seen this one? Seen it, haven't watched it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's about. I told you I have no movie recs. It's about that Fox News story that leaked. Um, the the guy that I haven't seen it in like a year, so I forget the name of the guy that was like basically all about the sexual harassment with the the women that worked there, and they all like started coming a out. Or something. I mean, the story is pretty, you know, common. It happens oh. a lot. So anyway, <laughs> it yeah. it came out that he was doing this with all these women and kind of exploiting them. And like, if they wanted to move up in the company, they couldn't unless they would do things. So anyway, the cast is great. And it's, 
yeah, it's a really powerful, powerful story. Hmm. So again, not a feel good, but we're not here just to feel good. No. That's not what life is. Okay, I do have one. Okay. This actually, I think, came out in December of 2019, but I'm going to call it 2020 because it's the only thing, good one that I remember I liked in 2020. Little Women? No, I am not. You peg me for that. It's a great movie. You're going to get no. hate for that. You're going to get some backlash. <laughs> okay, I've never seen it, so I can't say I don't like it. I'm just... You just... That's just so not a... It's, I just... I wouldn't pick it up. Yeah. Okay. Knives Out. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. That yes, was definitely Christmas. I know. I had a good... I was really bringing it up for myself, and uh-huh. then you threw Little Women. I liked the... <laughs> I liked the girl in that movie. She I was, liked like, everyone. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a great cast. Yes. It was such a good cast. And this is what I liked about it, too. You know how... You know those movies that have, like, a really good cast sometimes? Mm-hmm. It's, like, all just, like, really well-known normally really good actors and then the storyline ends up being like what yes. did I just watch yes like what was like four different stories in yep. one like valentine's I was, day yes that's exactly what i'm thinking yeah about. i was thinking knives out was gonna be like that yeah. because when i saw the preview i was like it's too good to be true yep there's way too many good yeah people in the movie. i totally get that it was i am not a movie rewatcher. Mm-hmm. won't do it waste mm-hmm. my time can't do it i've watched that probably like three times now i really like knives out hmm yeah, I'm not a big movie person. I'm not either. I have no other recommendations other than that. But it's a good one. It, it it is. I like it, and it did come out at Christmas last year. Yeah. Okay, so I think the last one is podcast, unless I'm missing something. I don't think so. Oh, uh, Jamie, what? We didn't even talk about music. Oh yeah. How let's, could you miss well music? I, let's end there. So let's okay, do podcast okay, first. Okay, 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 okay. Number one, trendish. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two. <laughs> Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Yeah, you like that one. I love it. <laughs> my gosh, I listened all weekend and I just laughed. Like, I need a laugh in my life and they help me do that. So I love that one. Um, and then probably Annie F. Downs. Oh, you took my number one. I was like, don't effing say it. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think she has a lot of great conversations and she has constantly surprised me since I've started following her that she's not just a tie it up in a bow christian girl no i um, love her i, I love think, her for that yeah i think she's she's pretty honest about like yeah i'm this has been hard and i'm not through it yet and i love people that can acknowledge exactly where they're at in the process so those would be my three trend just being number one okay well i like that i did have number one is that sounds fun shit annie was really such a refresher to 2020 for me i feel like i really more so started listening to her in 2020 yeah maybe the end of 2019 Mm -hmm. but i can just think of so many times in all of what 2020 was that like i would be in my workouts or my way to work or whatever and she she's another one who can make me both laugh and i can actually pull meaning out of yes and i feel like that is really good yeah we're really hyping up that sounds fun so i know (laughs) i hope you pull it up watch episodes we love her um and I think she's great. Okay, so the few that I've got here, I was just clicking through to make sure these are the ones I want to give, and I think I do. My first one would be, and I've already, I think I've already mentioned all of these, so I'm going to be repeating myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast, I've really come to like. I didn't like it for a little while, and I think it's just because he just talked. Like, there was no, like, host or anything like that. Sometimes you'd interview people. Yeah. And those are harder podcasts for me to listen to. But, man, I really hit my groove when I started listening to him on, like, 1.5 or, like, two two times speed, Yeah, you can knock you know? it out in about 17 minutes. Man. Oh, and, well, his episodes are, like, 20 minutes. I know. So I knock it out in, like, 10. Yeah. Um, But it's also really good content. And so I, I was never even able to fully hear the content because I was just kind of, like, tuning out by the time I'd get to the end. But now that I listen to it a little faster, he has really great content that I can content that i actually pay attention to and i really like um i also like he pulls on some good guests as well and i've talked about those before but just in general that podcast is great the place we find ourselves by adam young yeah you love it if you want to be challenged this is another one actually where it's just him talking that's a little hard for me Mm -hmm. but again if i like hype it up on the speed and just keep driving or some some sort of thing i drive for a long time now for my job so Uh this has really made some of those come to light um but just really great reflection and content in that as well okay this is annoying i I didn't realize i did this but every single one of these are pretty much leadership ones andy stanley leadership podcast is great how many you didn't give in here miss i have 
I've given three so far. Okay. You you switched your Annie F. Downs one then? Yes. Okay. Because you gave it away. Okay. And Dare to Lead. I'm going to throw that one in there too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did listen to the first episode of that the other day. And I, I mean, I need to listen to that four more times. Like, yes. it was so good. Okay. Well, if you thought that was good, I need you and I need the whole world. And yeah. I already recommended this one yeah. on this podcast. But to listen to the episode with Abby Wambach. Mm-hmm. Abby Wambach. Yeah. Saying it right? I think so. Abby Wambach. She, I, I am so impressed by who she is as a human. Cool. And as a leader. I, She's great. Yeah, I need to... I'm listening right now to Work in Progress with Sophia Bush yeah. and Glennon Doyle. Oh. And it is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's super fascinating. I love Sophia I don't want to get into it because I'm going to start her. talking way too much about it. But she talks basically about women and the scripts we tell them from a young age as Glennon. Would. Oh, yeah. That's literally that's Glennon's Glennon. middle name. Yes. And that's Untamed. Her <laughs> she book. She loves... Yeah. Yeah. Is all about that. She's talking about the cheetahs and all... It's actually really... Cute story. But <laughs> I've heard that story about the cheetahs. Yes. It's good. It is good. I think I could use it in other contexts, but it is really good too. Yeah. So those are all of them. I really, and I and you're right, Sophia Bush is a great interviewer as well. So oh, She is. Like, yeah, man, I, is. I want to be like her. Yeah, she's great. One day. Music. So music. I knew we had one more. Okay. I, music. I just, I gotta say, December 1st is like my actual favorite day of the year because the Spotify Unwrapped comes out. Or wrapped. Spotify wrapped. Oh, I thought it was unwrapped too. I did. I don't know. It's wrapped according to this hashtag I'm seeing. It's, I just love it. I love knowing who I listen to the most. It's embarrassing to know that I've listened to 90,000 minutes. I was about minutes, to say, yeah, you love seeing this. <sighs> love it. I think you're triple the number of what mine was. I've, I've gone up almost 40,000 minutes in like four years. I wonder what that means. I don't know. But let's <laughs> talk about my top songs. Pretty Boy, Lung, Chasing. I hate this sad did i tell you what john saw said when he saw your story that you posted of it uh maybe he said hey did you see jamie's top five songs for the year and i was like i mean yeah what do you mean he's like they're all like pretty depressing (laughs) (laughs) he was like is she trying to make a point with that i was like john she didn't make her rap yeah john (laughs) what rude yeah they're all pretty sad they are and you know what whatever whatever (laughs) i'm I'm not even gonna comment on it so my top three artists for the year i i have to say lennon stella number one i know i've talked about her a lot i think something i i heard her say in an interview that i really appreciate about her is she doesn't want to write music that she can't scale back and play with just a guitar or a piano because if she can't do it at that level she doesn't want to take it further so you know that every song that she creates she truly can perform it and play it and i think that shows a true artist Mm. um number two i'm saying dua lipa that chick, I feel bad for her because she came out with a stellar album in 2020 and that belongs in like a club. Nobody could go to a club this year. So like all the songs on there, oh, they're all so good. And I think I I could talk about her forever. Sarah and I were literally watching music videos of her for like three hours the other night. Wow. She is doing something creatively that nobody else is doing. Like if you watch yeah. her music videos, they, they're all like unique. They're different. They're... I've not seen anything like them before. Jamie has literally said this exact speech about Dua Lipa like for a year now. <laughs> I just like I'm impressed. Like she's 25, 25. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, my third artist. I don't know if I really like, truly truly have one that like really sticks out. Someone that I listened to a lot this year that I hadn't as much in previous years is oh wonder their newer album it's a blue cover is really good they actually john i would (laughs) just like to say that they have a song happy that i listened to on repeat for a couple of days so take that just a couple of days oh no i take that back my my top my other third artist is leon okay i was actually gonna say that yeah for you I actually like her too. She would be like, I want her voice, like her normal voice. It's kind of got this like smoker rasp to it. She's killing it. She did release, didn't she just release an album? Yeah. Yeah. And her, like, I love her whole vibe. Like I love, like, she's kind of has this like, I don't know if I would say like seventies ish vibe, but she does. She definitely does. Yeah. I just, she's great. So females run the world apparently in my top artists. I think I have all males, actually. Well, there you go. That's funny. Tell us. 
Well, this, I like don't even want to put this on my list because it's, so it's not even on my list, but it's my, uh, it's after my Spotify wrapped deal. Justin Bieber. Was all over my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> like so much so that I didn't even post it because I was like, no one needs to know that I listen to Justin Bieber this much. <laughs> and I really look back on the year and I'm like, did I honestly listen to that much? I don't feel like I did. What yeah. I actually think happened though is I was listening to music quite a bit and especially when his album came out and yeah. he, his was on repeat. And for the second half of the year, I really kind of took a downturn on mm. music, mm-hmm. and especially when I started, when I switched jobs and started driving mm-hmm. so much. Podcasts took a lot of the, the my time in that. So I think it might be a ratio thing, but I'm like, why is Justin Bieber blowing up <laughs> I don't know my why you're Spotify by that. Like, you love him. I, I am, but like, I haven't even listened to the album seriously since like, the, at least this summer. So mm-hmm. I was like, how is it that much of an, making that much of an appearance? Yeah. So it was interesting to me. But I did love the album, Changes. So good. And I've said it before, but I am a fan of him. Do love him. Um, but it was funny. He was my top artist and top song mm. of 2020. Mm-hmm. Artists then, you know, I have really loved J.P. Sachs. You sent me one of his songs. Yeah. And when you sent it, I thought to myself, did she just find this? Because I had been listening to it for like six months at that point. I had. That just found it. kills me. Yeah. I Like, seriously, I had, I could have, I had that one memorized so much so that I was over it. I was like, I'm not even listening to that one yeah. anymore. Um, and they haven't released a ton. That's the thing is, like, I don't have like an album, I don't even think, hugely by them. But they have a lot of singles I really liked. So now, since they don't have like full albums I can listen to, I listen to J.P. Sachs Radio. Oh my gosh. On Spotify, mm-hmm. and it gives me all the same vibes. Mm-hmm. And through that, I found Patrick Droney, there who I've go. also <laughs> talked about, and I love Patrick Droney, uh-huh. and I've talked about him before. High Hope, Brooklyn, The Wire Alternative, I've said it before, I'll say it again, all three really good, anything by him, really good. Boston, love mm-hmm. it. Album is called Patrick Droney, by Patrick Droney. <laughs> Got it. Love when they do that. Yeah, love it. Alicia by Alicia. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Don't get confused. Yeah. I think gonna... I need to get that album on vinyl. Yeah, it's a great like, vinyl album. That needs album. to be on one of my walls. Oh my gosh. Who was just talking about what vinyl album they need? I don't know who it was, but I should have said Patrick Droney. That is such a thing. Um, And then last time I'm saying this one, because I think it really meant a lot to me in 2020. I haven't listened to it as recently, but looking back on the year, this album definitely left a mark. And it was Land of the Living by Upper Room. Not every single song, mm-hmm. but there were a couple of songs in there that really got me for 2020. Stephanie Gretzinger's too, I feel like we have to say. So, oh, that yeah. song is literally quarantine to me. Yes. It's almost triggering. Yes. It was like okay, honestly, that's actually that's actually where I find myself is yeah. I really love it, but sometimes Yeah, but like it really it takes me, me back. back. Yeah. yeah. But it, man, I mean That I, is what oh, Land of the that. Living that's what Land of the Living is for me too. Like I've noticed that since since I've been out of that whatever season that was for a little while i almost reluctantly go back to it yeah but it still has some of my probably top worship songs on that one i feel like if we were doing a worship category this would be one all in itself because i also feel like we have to say the blessing live album oh by carrie totally like i mean she crushed it that what did she walk through i don't know it was fire and she and we got fire out of it (laughs) it was good yeah it was. i also think it's something that it was live she's really yes. good live but she's much better live <clears throat> better live who is it you said doesn't need another she never needs a studio album again no, i agree with that like yeah. please don't i don't ever want to hear the song forever ever again <laughs> no stick with the live yeah um those were all really good yeah there was a lot i i think we're still maverick city see... music has also made yeah. a huge yes promises man yeah yeah i think we're gonna see see the the outcomes of some of the music still in 2021 of what people were creating this year. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think I can't not say Taylor Swift's folklore. She literally, oh yeah, I did like that album. She too. wrote that album in quarantine. Yeah. didn't tell her team that she was like releasing it until a week before. A week before, and she's like, I mean, topping the charts. Yeah, I, that's I don't even. I'm not. I a think huge, she's up for a Grammy too. Yeah, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, literally at all. But that album, it was, like, that was enough of an album that I have Taylor Swift songs on my playlist from 2020. That's shocking to And me. that doesn't, right, Not that doesn't happen yeah. for me. So I liked it enough that, yeah, her songs made it. Yeah. And if you watch the Disney Plus documentary, she, like, talks about where each song kind of evolved from. It makes it, like, ten times better. I actually was meaning to watch that. Yeah, it's really Too good. into How I Met Your Mother, but I do need to watch that, too. Yeah. Well, well, that was 2020. 
sounds pretty Wrapped. fun from those Wrapped. recaps. Yep. So tell us, Anj. Yes. Where we're going. About some new opportunities oh, that we have here on Trendish. <laughs> well, all joking aside, we have been asked a few times for just lists of some of these recommendations we give. Like, oh, I'd love to see Jamie's, like, top TV shows and, like, on just top books or whatever it is. And so we've thought about that quite a bit and thought, what better way to end 2020 than to literally go through on every episode we've ever done, including this one, mm-hmm. and uh, list out. Every recommendation we have ever given. Let me tell you that that compiles to what I have in my document right now. It's three pages. Three pages, friends, of recommendations. This is on podcasts, books, TV shows, um, music, all the things that we talk about here on our What's Trending timeline. Um, And we've compiled them into one place, which is exciting. Centralized location. One centralized location. (laughs) Sounds like I'm at work. (laughs) (laughs) and you can get it um the easiest way that we'll be able to get this to you guys is we're going to have you answer like a two question poll on instagram and drop your email following that poll and we will be dropping this little recap into your emails shortly after that okay so the easiest way to follow this if you haven't already because actually by the time that this episode's out we've already we've already asked for emails once already so if you have not done so yet, go to Trendish Podcast at Trendish Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Click through our stories, and we're going to have a highlight on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that highlight, just go ahead and answer two questions. Drop your email on the last story, and come bef- before Christmas time, you'll have our whole list of 2020 recommendations specifically delivered from us to you. Yeah, thanks for putting that together, on. I know you've taking the lead on that one so i did shout to, out to you. i did have to listen to every episode of ours of 2020 <laughs> it's amazing and i think yeah i this has been such a really positive part of my year i think it's been a very stable thing in my life where other things have felt turbulent um i've been grateful for the consistency of you and this podcast and this is our last episode of the year it is until February. Yes, that's so, right. Just everybody know Anj and I are taking a, a little sabbatical, if you will, to get <laughs> ahead and do some planning and praying and prepping for 2021. We want to start it right and we have some fun things ahead. But just so you all know, if you don't see us drop some episodes for a few weeks, it's intentional. We're not off track. Yeah. We are exactly we're where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to really encourage people to listen to this episode all the way through in order to get some of these important announcements. <laughs> so just remember, after today, no new Trendish episodes coming out till February of 2021. We'll all be in a whole new place at that point. And if you care for our fully compiled 2020 recommendations that we've just talked about all year long, go to Trendish Podcast Instagram on our highlight reel, click through those stories, drop your email there. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And let us know what you thought of today's episode by tagging us on social media. This is Trendish. We'll see you soon.